Shalom, shalom, wonderfully blessed. I am so excited that you have tuned into Dominion Plus Life webinar. We pray that the blessing of God would overtake you and that you would experience God's plans, His power, His, His presence in ways that you didn't even have a clue. Let's get into this week edition of Dominion Plus Life. Shalom, shalom. Greetings this morning. I'm so glad you tuned into a podcast like no other. May you today did experience God on a whole different level. Today we're going to deal with letting go and getting out of yourself. You see, so many times in life we get these mindsets that is all about me. Have you ever been in a place that you was like, it is it's about me. You see, a, a lot of people will shout and say, Lord, use me. And hold on their mindsets and methods that they want to hold on to. And even want people to validate them through the, the thinking that they have is about self. You know, Jesus, he tells the early disciples to cast down their net. Literally, give me your mess, every hindrance, every identity that you gather in from the world. You see, God designed a man's life to be a reflection of his kingdom, blueprint, and lifestyle. You see, Paul put it in, in this light in Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verse 2. He tells us, look away from the natural and we fasten our gaze onto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith perfection. You know, many of us recall with Whitney Houston. And there was an interview that Diane Saw did in 2002 and discussed the pain and the confusion that she experienced in failing her comeback attempt. Just imagine this. You're the top of your game. And all of a sudden, you can't even get a tune out. At one point in this interview, she turned to Miss Sawyer and said, Have you ever heard the sound of 10,000 people disappointing in you? You see, Miss Houston had been at the top, like I said, of the R&B. Millions pouring love upon her, and they're excited to hear her. And they are admiring her. But when one bad decision or choice in her life, the ball of praise stopped and the cheering became booze. You see, when you get to the sphere of needing or perhaps desiring the praise of men, it will cause you to want the very thing that God didn't design your life to have. God never told man to praise another man. 
It is not about you if you're at that place. It's not about you. It's not about what you want. It's all about the one who sent you and, and, and have poured everlasting love upon you. I don't care where you are, what you've done, how you think. Nothing you can do to stop God from loving you. You know, G. Gray just, just once said this so clearly. He said, God will crush the pride out of our, us one way or another. His, he'll love us and his glory too much to not do that. The greatest weapon tree to kill pride is the love of God. You see, the, the, the glory of God is too costly and we must not never disregard the weight of this, this jewel. The glory of God is working on the inside of you right now. You see, a lot of people get to this place that they have to have all the attention on them, the praise of the multitude. And when the season of grace has shifted, they can't take it. They begin to have minds that the world is crummy. Life is not fair. And when Jesus never told us that life was going to be fair. You see, their mindset is like, hey, give me some attention here. Some will even tell you, do you know who I am? And that's the beginning of the entrance of pride. You see, see C.S. Lewis once put it like this. For pride is a spiritual cancer. It will eat up every possibility of love and contentment and even common sense. Pride will cause you to think you are bigger than God. Cause you to think that you have some entitlement, that this is owed to me. You see, Proverbs, the 21st chapter, verse 4, it tells us arrogance, supreme, and, and pride are the fruits of the wickedness and the true definition of sin. Think about that for a moment. You see, during our life journey, we will develop attitudes and, and point of views that would inhabit our destiny if we don't watch it and cause us to have encounters of resistance in our field of the blessing. You see, throughout life, our life journey, you may have had met folks who was full of themselves. They were so full of themselves. And every angle of life, it was about them. And how they could benefit. How many times have you said, what am I going to get out of this? How is this going to benefit me? 
You see, Cain was one of those people who wanted attention around himself. He had to be the center of attention for some reason. Imagine this. He sowed a seed along with his brother. His seed was based on the bottom portion. His brother's seed was based on giving with a heart of pleasing God. And it demonstrated his devotion towards God. He probably opened the door to the influence of the principalities and the powers of devils. And they convinced him that Abe's seed should not shine out over his. How many times have you been there? And the spirit of resentment and anger and he, he began to program his thinking. So it can stir up the wrong kind of action. Other words, he was literally saying, his action was saying it very simple. You're not going to rob me of my shining moment. You see, John, the first John 3, 12 tells us, we should not be like Cain, who yield to the evil one, brutally murder his own brother. And why did he murder him? Because of his own action was evil and his brother's was righteous. Now think about this for a moment. Imagine you were in the center of attention and somebody stole your place of fame. What would you do? What kind of thinking will become a reality or a mandate for you? You see, thoughts create actions. Actions are based on the perception of reality. How I'm thinking leads to manifestation. You see, when people praise you, you can't, it can be dangerous. Especially if you don't let it, it go through the right channels and shift the praise of married men to the praise of eternal king. You see, praise belongs to God, not to married men, not to an image, nor to an unholy foundation. First of all, God never told man to, to praise the foundation. God has created man to worship, but not one another. Paul tells us in First Thessalonians 2, 6, Nor did we crave for the praise of men, neither you or others. If you live in that arena of wanting attention on you, want attention on your works, you want attention on that superficial thing that you may have accomplished. I come to tell you, get out of yourself and yearning for a new day, experience in the river of God and in such a way that you become hungry and then you begin to come in alignment with what God will. 
You see, Psalms, the 48th chapter, verse 10, it tells us the fame of your name echoes throughout the whole world, accomplished with praise. Your right hand is full of victory. Your right hand is full of victory. There is victory in worshiping God. There is a, just a release of heaven and powerful manifestation insights and heartbeat of hunger and desperation for God. How desperate are you, God? Are you willing to lay down all of those things that I got to have attention for this? I've got to be the center of attention. I've got to be the one that they look at me, lay it at the altar of God. You see, in Matthew 5th chapter, verse 44, Jesus strongly warns he wants us. And he said, how can you believe if you receive glory from one another and not seek the glory that comes from the one God? You see, so many believers, as well unbelievers, they get a new outfit. <laughs> and when they come in the room, their thoughts are, are in the sphere of look at me. Check out my new threads. And get mad if the person don't say you look real good in it. Wanting validation through the river. It's all about me. And, and they will get angry If they don't receive those glorious compliments that they want to hear. Someone will help you out and say, don't this look good on me? Don't you like this? Again, the signpost of it's time to get out of yourself and jump in the river of purging those foolish mindsets. You see, there are four characteristics of those who are deeply committed to God and boldly committed to please Him and not man or the world or these fleshly acts or actions. One, sacrifice. You see, they are willing to pay the price at all costs it takes. The aim is not to practice the microwave method, quick in, quick out. But in that place that I'm yearning and I'm yielding to God's master plan and his will is my will because I laid down my will and I took up my cross and followed him. The second one is surrender. They're, they are going to cast their cross and, and, and let down their net to follow God's guidance, which is the Holy Spirit guidance and direction, even if they don't want to do it, even if they do it kicking and shoving and, and on, on the way. They understand that Burying themselves. That 
that about me, that thought of doing things my way, casting it, that care on the Lord, and don't pick it up. Because I'm endeavoring to please God and allow my witness to go attract the sons of God to a higher level. Or perhaps attract new converts into the kingdom of God. The third one is service. You see, they are willing to lay down their agenda and grasp the, the God agenda and follow Mary's instructions. Her instructions are very simple. Whatever he tell you to do, do it. What is God has told you? Because you are in all in yourself, you haven't done it. And he's like, having the mindset, it's my prerogative, I do what I want. But have you looked in your Eden garden and see how the harvest of doing what you want, how it looks, how it delayed the process of flourishing. You see, the kingdom of life is about serving life and impacting one life at a time. It's not the gift or the talent that people who we serve, God's best. It is the commitment and the consecrated one. In other words, we surrender our ego. Get myself out. Get that, that God that I'm going to do my thing out. And come on up to a higher level of residing in the spirit. Where we exalt God as a lifestyle. You see, the man's ego is like a clogged up zinc. Until the draino is poured. It become in that pulse flow. Nothing going down. You see, the power of God is the draino, which unlocked the substance from the restrained position and restore its passage so its all limitations are eradicated and canceled. Freedom begins within us. And and by welcoming the Spirit of God to do its perfect works freely within. Be determined that this is your day of breaking the limits. And boldly declare that you will no longer hold useless behavior and actions. Let's depopulate hell. And overpopulate heaven for our king's glory. In other words, let us be a people who bring hope to those who are hopeless and spiritually lost. Let's manifest the kingdom of God. Thank you for listening to this week's Dominion Life Podcast. Shalom, shalom.
Shalom, shalom. I want to thank you for tuning in to Dominion Life Podcast with Grace Henderson. If you want to hear more about these type of teachings, we encourage you to send us an email so we can provide our Dominion product package or also give you access to um, the website on YouTube that you can find us. Actually, you can find us on YouTube channel at Roach Life. That's R-U-A-C-H, life. And don't forget to send us an email of your testimonies and your stories of victory at hisloverains at icloud.com. Have a glorious week, and thank you for listening to the podcast like no other.